Hi, my name is Kevin McDonald, and I'm declaring my independence. Independence from what? Why, negative thoughts and energy, of course. Chief among them, hate, division, and fear. You see, I know that we're all one, and together we can solve any problem, save our planet and each other. Please, join me as we come together as one and choose a better way to be. So now, let's begin with my independence report. And welcome to my independence report, everybody. My name is Kevin McDonald, and you're listening to a Friday afternoon on my independence report. And this is brought to us by Tracy Lamori from Lamori Media, the woman who doesn't sleep. She's an awesome person, and she's brought a great uh, gal for us. That, and we're going to talk about a myriad of things. Uh, she's the CEO and co-founder of a group called uh, Fund Dual Inc., and we're going to talk a great deal about that because I, I think it's really cool what she's doing. And in addition to that, <clears throat> excuse me, in addition to that, she's also in the middle of writing a book. And we're going to talk about that because that that piqued my interest and uh, and stuff. So she's, a, she's a Ph.D. and she's um, put worked with several nonprofit organizations and including this one. So she is really uh, talented and uh, she's also pretty smart. So. I'm just going to have to do the best, you know, you know how that goes. So, doctor, how are you today? I'm doing fantastic. This is so beautiful. And I loved your intro. That is so exactly matches our mission statement, um, bringing people together. No um, division. I was a poli sci major for my uh, bachelor's and um, I'm really disenchanted with the hateful um, inimical crazy environment so to bring people together with technology for good of all sides of all um, orientations is exciting and it's great to talk to you and i'm so excited to tell about my research um, our company that was founded by my daughter and myself oh cool female founded mother daughter team that, that is awesome there by the way there's not enough of that i i, I absolutely think absolutely it's it, it's a travesty we have to reorient our world a little more. And the female has a, a an orientation towards how things should be done, how we collaborate. Um, so I think the tech world is dominated by um, male energy. So it's great to have the female power getting in there. And um, we're doing phenomenally well. So it's it's really exciting. Well, what you're doing, and, and uh, I guess we should probably talk about that first. Because that's that's paramount in our minds, is is the uh, Fun Dual Inc. You, what you are doing is, I think, nothing short of spectacular, mm -hmm. because you're combining games and competition and all of that with raising money. Tell us how you found this idea and and how it works. Wonderful. So yeah, Fun Dual is gamified fundraising um, and gamification and democratizing fundraising similar to the ALS ice bucket challenge that had the power of the people. What we wanted to do, my daughter and I, is to create a platform that was uh, mimicking what's happening in the business world, which is gamification, social media sharing. Um, that's where everything's happening. And in the charity space, they're lagging severely in um, innovation. It's really weird, but we've had about a 10 year span since GoFundMe was started, Kickstarter, 
um, Indiegogo, all the crowdfunding platforms are about 10 years old and there's not been any new organization or technology that has been developed for organizations. Um, that goes from grassroots organizations such as schools, universities, churches, to nonprofits, to a fundraising platform that works for companies and celebrities. So we saw this big lack and we said, let's do something about it. And we also had a, another inspiration behind our platform was that we were really looking at what's happening with selfies and how narcissistic they are <laughs> and, and how addictive social media sharing is. And it can have a real negative effect um, people trying to put themselves out there in a very false self. It's so what we said to each other, my daughter and I, Jasmine, Jasmine Tomalatai is her name. And we said, you know, wouldn't it be cool if we could create a platform where we we actually use the selfie for doing good, where we, we gamified it so that we rewarded people for thinking about somebody else. And we call it selfie with a purpose. And... <laughs> In other words, not being narcissistic, saying, hey, look at me doing this cool, wonderful thing and look how great I am to, wow, look at this amazing cause. Let's all pitch in together and have a fun challenge and work together. And I'm gonna use my selfie to get donations on it and to raise money for this amazing cause. So it raises awareness for great causes. So that was kind of the inspiration behind it as well as my research on the motivation system of humans. And you are, um, you've spent your life studying human beings, haven't you? Anthropologist is what I am. I'm a nerd, actually. I'm not, I'm, I'm not your typical um, CEO and co-founder of a tech company. But the research that I've done has been really amazing and very applicable to what we're doing. And that is, first of all, for my master's degree, I studied utopian ideas and visions and how when they come into the practical world, they often get messed up. So if you think about it, a lot of people have great ideas about how to do something, but then they try to implement it and it gets messed up and it doesn't work out so well. So I studied intentional communities and I uh, studied an intentional community in Taos, New Mexico. That was an interfaith commune that was started in the 60s. Um, and it was one of these counterculture communes that actually survived. And they did it because they had beautiful collaboration with one another. And um, so, so, and they also had rules. <laughs> so that was one aspect of my research that really um, is kind of in the background behind FunDuel is taking the idea of let's all collaborate and work together on amazing causes, but let's do it in a way that it actually works. And what's exciting is FunDuel is amazingly working in incredible ways, and I'd love to get into that. For my doctorate, I studied the motivational system of humans, the neurochemical and psychological motivation system, and I actually studied addictions to violence. And that might be surprising because I am the least um, attracted to, to violence, but I was fascinated why people really love violence. And I studied ancient cultures, the Aztecs and human sacrifice. What we've learned is that people are addicted to violence, um, neurochemically, psychologically, but at the same time, we're amazingly addicted to really good things. Um, 
we love, we get oxytocin. Oxytocin is this bonding, social bonding. Um, we're, we're doing it right now, even over the airwaves. We're bonding. We get a neurochemical rise when we when we connect with people. We also um, get neurochemically and psychologically rewarded when we compete and we win. Teamwork is also uh, motivation. So these are all baked into FunDuel. Uh, teamwork, competition, social media sharing, connecting, working on doing a good cause, creativity. When we create, it's a very, very exciting rewarding thing. And so creating funny videos that go towards a cause like the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge is fun. We also love to have fun. We love to laugh. Um, that gives us a huge neurochemical rush. That's why 25% of all content on social media is funny. And, um, and then winning prizes. Of course, we love to win prizes. I mean, game shows are some of the most popular content on, on, TV and we love to see people winning. Yep. And um, so, so all of those things are kind of behind um, the magnificence of what we've created in FunDuel. This is the first uh, fundraising mechanism that I've ever heard that combines all those aspects of humanity because it's important. <laughs> we are a competitive species. We're also a loving species. We also, if you're not in our tribe, can be a very hateful group. And uh, it's I'm tr I'm trying to get rid of the hateful part uh, and realize that we're all part of the same tribe and we're all working together. And so people like you that are putting this type of positive program together, it's it's really cool to see. And by the way, ladies and gentlemen, I told you she was smart. <laughs> uh, I, I have a, a quite a legacy. My dad was a nuclear physicist and okay. invented computer graphics. Um, so he. Um, he was he was kind of my inspiration. He um, also created about 27 patents in renewable energy. I don't have that math brain, but I do have a great sense about people and cultures and how we can reorient our world. And I love what you're doing. We're working with a lot of media personalities. And one of our really incredible campaigns, if I can go into that, is that all right mm. if I go into that? Absolutely. So one of our uh, favorite clients last year was St. Jude Research Hospital. They do so much amazing work. They're Great so work. beloved. And they were really hit hard during COVID. All of their events were canceled. Um, you know, this was a big hit to a lot of nonprofits. I saw many of them closing their doors last year. A lot of people don't realize how difficult it has been for charities all across the U.S. And so we came in. And we did four major campaigns with them. One of them was in Miami and we used um, some media personalities that were very famous in the Miami area. They became team captains. We also had some corporate partners that were team captains. They did this magnificent challenge, which is so fun. And it was to smash cake to smash cancer. And so cool. what we had is that it is, about three to four weeks leading up to a virtual live stream event that was embedded on the campaign page on FunDuel, we, um, we had people um, uploading photos and videos of themselves smashing a cake. And it, there's funny, it's funny. And people come onto the page to see who's winning. 
And of course, at the end of the day, all the money goes to St. Jude. It doesn't really matter who wins, but there's this pride of winning. And um, some of the videos were just hilarious. This was shared all over um, the Caribbean, all over the world. The eyeballs that was on this campaign, instead of having 300 high-end donors in a ballroom, this was seen by people all over the world. We had 10, at least 10 different countries involved, many islands across the Caribbean. It was um, translated some of it into Spanish. So, so you see, you can see that we are dramatically revolutionizing the giving space. We are changing it up. We are democratizing it in the same way that YouTube did for music. And mm -hmm. I don't know if you're a musician or if you've had some musicians on here. Oh yes. Yeah. So what do you play? Or I don't I don't play. <laughs> I listen. Oh, you listen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me I, too. But I have uh um on Thursdays, we call it uh music Thursdays. And so I, I feature uh um musicians, singer songwriters from all genres. Right now it's it's uh, kind of a lot of country western and that kind of thing. But they're they're all are what I love about them and what I love about you is the passion that you bring to your work. Uh, they don't make a tremendous amount of money. They do it for the love of it. They do it because they feel like they're making a contribution and making a difference to humanity like you are. And uh, you figured out a way to get past the, can you give me $10, please? And and you figured out a way to make it fun, make it interactive, make it competitive and all of that so that people want to participate. It's great fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's so so YouTube would you know my my husband's a musician and back in the day we, we sent his little cassette tapes off to the big record companies and we would get reject letter after reject letter and there was these big gates that were you know um, that were barriers for anyone to share their music or get their music out to other people. Yep. YouTube changed that in a dramatic way. I mean, no one would have ever realized how amazing it is. And now my husband has his own YouTube channel and so many others like Lindsey Sterling, the violinist who was, you know, um, demeaned by um, America's Got Talent. Now she just got on, you know, YouTube and she's famous and goes all over. We're doing the same thing in the fundraising world and in a dramatic way. There's always been I what I call a privilege of giving. In the past, in the U.S., it's a $460 billion giving industry, been dominated by corporate C-suite, giving the corporate checks, um, gala events, golf tournaments, um, high-end, highbrow, exclusive um, events that not everyone can get into. And that's the privilege of giving. We love those donors. We love the work that celebrities do. We love that. And we incorporate that into FunDuel. But what we allow is allow the floodgates for the masses to get involved in the same way the ALS Ice Bucket Challenge did. It was a phenomenal success. It raised so much awareness for ALS. No one knew about ALS. And we had a ton of fun. And there was this sense that we were all working together to do something magnificent. There was just this feeling that just reverberated across the internet that we were challenging other people to do something massively good. And there was this great feeling and that's very motivating. Everyone in their whole soul wants to make a difference in their life. Um, they want to do something great. And that's a powerful motivator. 
more powerful than violence or demeaning other people or being hateful. The power of the people coming together to do something good is just thrilling and motivating. And everyone has that, but it's been restricted. So FunDuel allows for the corporate sponsors to get great ROI, the celebrities to be team captains, the you know media personalities, all of those people, the high-end donors, but then you've got the people and you've got kids and families and young people um, you know, at the St. Jude, you know, smash a cake. It was families that were getting out and smashing a cake together. These kids that were smashing the cake weren't the donors, but they were doing something. They were doing something for young kids who had pediatric cancer. And that's powerful to be able to be involved, to, you know, to participate. So, you know, one of the things I like about your program and what you're doing is one of the problems that I've, I've experienced in my life is somebody will call on the phone and they'll say, hi, we're raising money for X. My first question is, what percentage goes to X? And you never really know if the money that you're giving actually goes to where it's supposed to go, where you're giving it to mm-hmm. and not because these are professional companies that that call people to raise money for these organizations but sometimes the organizations don't make very much of that money like 15 maybe 20 percent and the rest of it goes to that company you vet these folks and you and jude st jude is a perfect example Mm -hmm. they they're doing you you if you if you don't know about hey jude let me give them a real plug for a second if you have a child with cancer and you don't have any money they will help you. They will mm-hmm. take the cancer or they'll take the child. They'll, they'll put the child in their facility. They'll put you in a hotel. They'll feed you. They'll take care of you. You don't have to pay anything for it. And that's because of the generosity of the American people. Have I, have I kind of summed that up? Absolutely. And I think that there, there, sadly, there is a lot of skepticism about um, where money goes because of some abuse. It's very yeah. limited, but it gets a lot of attention what I, I've seen in the nonprofit world and the charities that, you know, small and large is that by and large, they're mostly doing a great job. But I've always want, felt like it was very important to vet an organization. And what we have on FunDuel is we have on each team, we have a cause video. And this video explains exactly where the money's going and what the purpose of this fundraise is. And I think there's been a huge disconnect between donors and what the cause is. And so I think, you know, with ALS, you know, they did put this money to massive research and that's really great to hear about it. And we like to also have thank you videos that go out to donors from causes saying, hey, look what we just did. We worked with Valley Wise Burn Center in Arizona, and we were able to raise a lot of money for their new unit for their burn victims. And, you know, it's just nice to see the facility, to see how many beds and what COVID, you know, extra COVID precautions were were implemented. And so when you can see what has been done, uh, you know, we worked for a rare disease called lymphedema. And we were able to take these kids that have this rare disease, which is a swelling of their limbs, and they just reported that they, you know, went, they took all these kids and, and some adults have this rare disease as well. And they just had this amazing camp uh, where they could all connect with each other. There's no cure for lymphedema. So that's really, really exciting. 
And one more, um, schools for the deaf. <laughs> schools for the deaf, we just did, that was a beta test. We did 10 schools that competed to raise money in the Northeast. And it was so magnificent. It actually, when we got these videos in from each of these schools, they did a lip sync, but it was hand signing to music <laughs> that they cannot hear. So the, these schools put together these videos where you can, you know, and, and they got into the music. They, they could feel the rhythm, but it was just great for these kids to highlight themselves and what I didn't know is it said there's 70% unemployment with the deaf community. Yeah. Uh, what FunDuel did is we took CJ Jones. He was a, a deaf actor who was an avatar. We flew him out to the winning school and I went with them and we presented a trophy to the winning school. CJ Jones did this an inspirational uh, uh, hand signing to them. And it was just marvelous for me to be in this quiet, auditorium with all of these deaf children and having CJ Jones, you know, and I kept waiting for the sound. <laughs> There's no sound, but, but, the, but the, you know, they did, um, they do a lot of this for clapping and um, it just made me recognize that the work that we do is raising awareness of the difficulties of other people's lives. And um, so it's really beautiful. It must make you very, very proud because what you're doing is you're bringing communities together. You're bringing rather than somebody writing a five dollar check and stick it in the mail. You're giving them a, 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 a format to be able to go connect with other people and all work together for a common cause and a common good. And even though there's competition involved between schools and stuff, it's a friendly competition because we're all, they're all in it for the right reasons. That's got to make you incredibly proud. Yeah. And um, the power of FunDuel was, is beyond what I had ever imagined when we start, when my daughter and I started, uh, my husband's now part of our team and we have others we have partners now in Canada, um, Brazil, in a huge way. We've got the soccer teams, um, celebrities, the ministers in the Brazilian government are all um, getting together and they're going to do some amazing campaigns in Brazil. We're working with Generation Hip Hop Global, which is all over the world, 64 countries, I believe. So not only do you have you know, these are the team captains or countries and <laughs> hip hop artists. And then you don't just leave out the, the fan bases of these of these hip hop artists, but you oh, no. include them. And then next next year in New York and Nadaba Mandela is one of the I think he's the president of Generation Hip Hop Global. They're doing a concert in New York and in New Zealand. So we will live stream it. We will have everyone get on Teams. Um, you can upload your photos or videos in the challenge. And think of the power of that. This is not just a very local, um, which we've done local. We've, you know, we've done, you know, little schools and, and grade levels competing to raise money. But now we've got countries competing. And, um, and, and then pairing up um, with them, um, we're also very, very lucky um, as a tech company that's very new. Um, to be able to 
uh, be working with a producer of American Idol who did American Idol Gives. Oh, wow. He saw our platform. And he was he was just like, oh, this is so brilliant. This is so perfect. It's so interactive. You think about American Idol. It was the TV audience that was participating and have making a difference. People want to feel like they're involved and they're connected. So he saw us as a perfect way to have the celebrities that he's bringing on. They're going to be mostly I, all kinds of celebrities paired up with major corporations in a fun challenge that's going to be televised. And it's going to be on a major network. Newsweek is behind it. Harvard Business School. Um, so it's and that's happening this fall with our little platform that's just um, we'll have millions of eyeballs on it and hopefully we'll raise multi-millions of dollars for good causes um, that are vetted. And that's very important to me that they're vetted, that this money is not misused, that it goes to the right place and helps a lot of people. Uh, and, and money just thrown at people doesn't help them, but when they're real sustainable programs, that's where I get very excited. Let's go. By the way, we're talking with Dr. Linda Hansen. She is the CEO and co-founder of FunDuel. FunDuel. Now, I want to take, let's go back, go back to the very beginning. You and your daughter were sitting around having coffee or tea or lunch or dinner. Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. That's a, there's a good one. And <laughs> you came up with this, I wish we could do something, and then you came up with this idea. Who's the techie behind it? Who built the website? Who built the platform? Yeah, we were very fortunate. And, and I believe in divine providence and, and the, you know, the whole idea that of FunDuel came to me in the middle of the night. I feel like it was a divine download. Um, the whole idea about the duel, the competition, a competition is typically not in the nonprofit space. So that you know, that whole idea, I was writing all night long um, notes and shared it with um, some other tech CEOs, shared it with a professor that had written, uh, Jeff Larson um, of BYU, who had written The Essentials of Internet Marketing, shared this idea with them. They're like, oh, my gosh, this is so brilliant. Um, so then, you know, I just feel like the people that have come into our place and are two other co-founders were um, tech tech people that had, um, one of them was our front end programmer who's, who's an equity owner in our company. I decided to do that right off the bat to make them part of this. Um, was, was, was a film producer, he was a design guy, he, Matthew Julander, um, he was brilliant. He did some of our funny, stupid sumo commercials um, that you see on how it works, you got to watch that. Go to funduel.com, go to how it works, and you'll see the the sumo wrestlers because surprising and funny is what we're all about. We're out of the box. So he did that. Then we also have a back end programmer that had um, just is just amazing. And um, so they they together and with just a very small team, we've just built this and gotten a lot of outside consultants to look at it. But they're still still part of our team. They do a lot of our how to videos. And so we're very, very fortunate. How did you walk? Somebody had to walk into somebody at one point and said, I've got this brand new program. Would you like to be part of it? Who got to have that responsibility? Was that you? Yeah, um, I guess. I guess uh, my daughter and I are the, evang the evangelists. Um, and 
there again, we were living in Pacific Palisades, California, when we came up with the idea. We moved out of state to incorporate <laughs> to, a, to avoid taxes. Um, but we started networking with all kinds of people in all across the country. Um, Phoenix is with the next in Prescott, Arizona and Phoenix is where we kind of started networking with a lot of people. We got an interview on ABC and there in Phoenix with um, Kaylee O'Kelly. Uh, we met Nick Lowry. He's the one of the most famous kickers from Kansas City Chiefs. And, yep. and then he introduced us to, to people. We've got a huge, massive Super Bowl party next year as part of that. So it's just been um, God opening doors and really being passionate about this. Um, we've just been growing, not, not through social media advertising, but just through a network of great coordinators that, that love what we're doing and are implementing this now in Brazil. Um, so there's a guy in Greece that wants to clean up the, the, the beaches in Greece. And um, so it's just been kind of a very organic process. Well, that, that is really awesome. By the way, I want to, I want to uh, bring this up because I think it's important. Um, always put a pad of paper and pencil by your bed because there are times mm -hmm. and this happens in the music world and your husband can attest to it where it just shows up it, you don't know where it came from, how it mm -hmm. got there, but it just shows up. You, I believe that you are correct. You got a download mm -hmm. from, from God for mm -hmm. lack yeah. of a better, yes. uh, just, you know, the universe, God, whatever you want to mm -hmm. call them. And it was by design because they recognized that we needed to come together uh, in, a, in a way that, that could help people help people. And, uh, and so always have a piece of paper and a, a, a pencil by your bed because you never know when that idea is going to come to you. And I know you were probably thinking about it for a long time going, how can we, how can we, how can we? And then it just kind of a, a showed up and appeared mm -hmm. and look at the program now. It's just, it's because you've got lots of sleep. Everybody wants to get involved with you. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I'll, and even after that initial download, it just seems like there's been additional um, introductions to people, different things that we've tried. Um, we did a beta test at a corporate conference. This is what I'm really passionate about. There are events that happen where there's a lot of money being made, where there's no thought of a charity or nonprofit. And some talk about it or there's a little fake um, social impact kind of a feel to it, but there's nothing real. So I met Jeffrey Hazlett. He was um, a former CMO, I believe, of Kodak, and he has a C-suite network. And he invited me to the Hero Club in New York City. This was before COVID. And I tested out the idea that we could raise some serious money for a great cause at a corporate conference, which normally benefits the hospitality industry, the hotels, the restaurants, and people, you know, network and make a lot of money. And there's no thought to the, you know, in New York City, there's a lot of, at that time, you know, a lot of nonprofits that could have been benefited from this conference. So what we did is I, I had five minutes on a stage. I showed a 45 second video of a really wonderful cause called Survive It. It was started by a guy who survived cancer. He pairs up 
uh, cancer survivors with with new cancer patients that don't know what to do. A lot of people get cancer and they don't know who to go to or whatever. So I had 45 minutes to show, 45 seconds, I mean, to show a video about him. Surprisingly and sadly, he, the founder of this organization passed away a week before this conference. And ironically, and I think uh, at the moment that I was on the stage, his funeral was starting in North Dakota. So, yeah, so it was really kind of a, you know, it was, it, I think it was really meant to be. I was able to talk about his organization and he had survived cancer for 10 years. And it, it came back, but he had, he was able to help so many people. So I had everyone get out their phones. Let's take a selfie. He was always very positive. Thumbs up. Let's all do a thumbs up. Take Take a shot. Share it on social media because on FunDuel, you, when you upload, you join a, join a team or you can do a solo campaign and your, your video appears and it's ranked by how many donations you have on it. So if, you're, if your selfie gets more donations, you're like number one or number two and um, it changes as, as donations come in. And I had them share it on social media and it worked. It was, it was beautiful. Think about what we can do. If we had Red Robin, U.S. Bank, McDonald's, every outlet compete to raise money, get their customer base involved, have selfies, come in and get a free French fries or, or um, you know, a free meal or, you know, gamify it, make it fun. Think of the power of that, what we could do for nonprofits. We haven't really um, tapped into that in a significant way other than what we're doing with American Idol producer Ron Deshay coming up with his Better World Project. You, I should send you the EPK on it because it's all about building a better world and all of us coming together. And he has a song called One Nation. We are all one people. We are one humanity. Let's act like it. Let's take care of this planet. Let's take care of each other. Oh, I that need that song. It. Where can I find that song? One Nation. It's Ron Deshay, One Nation. I'll send it to you. I think it's on YouTube, so it's called One Nation. It's beautiful. I need, the I need, whole theme yeah. of this major campaign on FunDuel that's going to be, I can't say the network yet, but um, it's going to be televised, and it's its let's come together. We're, pe we're just humans. <laughs> you know, I have another one that, that I, I just, I just kind of thought of, and that is, a lot of major companies, as a matter of fact, most of them, whether or not they mean it or not, they have these team building exercises. Mm -hmm. And there are companies that come in and they run these programs and they run these teams and they could couple that with um, uh, contributing to a nonprofit for the winning team and, and stuff like that, which, which would be better for humanity and better for the company and would build a better team than what they're currently doing now. And there's, there's, and well, mm -hmm. you know how much money's being spent in that. It's yeah. tons. Mm -hmm. And fun prizes. Hey, what if you get to, you know, uh, I don't know, just have, have a day off, a free day off. Or, there you, go. you know, cause like for one of our school things that the, the kids got an extra hour of recess as a prize. People love prizes. Um, and just think of the fun that they, they could have. Absolutely. A team building thing. I, anyone that's listening to this program, please reach out to us, www.fundduel.com. It's with two Ds, F-U-N-D-D-U-E-L.com.
and I'm sure you're going to give the link. Um, and, oh, yes. and or funduel.com slash start and reach out to us. If you have a company that wants to raise money for a cause, this is the most brilliant way to do it. And you get incredible ROI instead of like 300 people viewing it. You could have up to 400,000 like we did on one campaign. And, you know, so that's, you know, it's always good to be seen doing good. Your employees will have a blast. It won't be the C-suite writing out a sponsorship check for your company and being on a step and repeat. You're going to get your employees involved and then it's going to be splashed all over social media. So it's, it's. See, I, 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 love, I love your idea. So, the, you know, like go to McDonald's and go to Burger King and, and go to Wendy's and go to Jack in a Box and say, all right, you guys, we're going to have a competition and yeah. uh, see who's the who's the best at raising money and then yeah. doing what you need to do. And who's the best burger outfit in the land? Yeah. Yeah. And you can have people doing a selfie, eating the burger, talking about it. Um, you can do video or, or photo uploads. So it's really exciting. There's one other space that we're really excited about, and that is the event space. And we've actually done a fun duel at a big sports arena in Long Beach, California. It was at a USA Sumo event. There were 5,000 5, people. And we did the competition. It was East Stands versus West Stands. The Jumbotron had the leaderboard. And throughout the day of the tournament, they showed who was ahead. And whoever was ahead, they got these rubber sumo dolls thrown up into the East Stands or the West Stands. It was insane how people want rubber sumo dolls. <laughs> it was so crazy. And then we had this amazing sculpture that was um, made by Tom Woodruff, um, who was actually the special effects producer for Alien and Predator. And he made the sumo sculpture and it was the grand prize and it was given to, and, and it was won by the top donor on. And so at the end of the tournament, this kid got to come down get, get his tournament. So think about the event space. We're working with a film fe a festival. We're working with a music festival, um, gamify the event, raise the money, get great ROI, get your corporate partners involved. I mean, the potential of this is stunning. Um, I love the military and I would love to see a fun duel between army versus Navy. By the way, if you're, if you're wondering what ROI is, it's return on investment. Oh yeah. Um, return on investment. Yeah. <laughs> ROI. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just, yeah. Just want to make sure that they, they, because everybody, if you think about as an example, the Super Bowl and the amount of money that is spent on a 32nd commercial, that could be done so much more with and and they could you could get a much better ROI or return on investment by instead of doing that for 30 seconds which is like I believe last the last time it was like five million dollars for 30 seconds and if you did that and 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 be able to help people and to help you know like St. Jude St. Jude would never have to worry about money again mm -mm. and those kids yeah. could be taken care of and, and they wouldn't have to have all the burden of, of fundraising. I think the nonprofits have so much work fundraising. They spend most of their time fundraising, right. very little time doing the cause. What if the corporate world, what if the music world, what if all the radio stations, you know, competed to raise money? We actually did that in for a, a humane society cat versus dog uh, duel, which was hilarious. And guess who won? The, the cat. cat. The cat. <laughs> 
<laughs> there was a, a ridiculous cat lover that kept donating more and more every time the dogs got ahead. And <laughs> it was just, I mean, cat lovers are so passionate. I thought the dog lovers were, and I thought they would win because I'm kind of a little more oriented towards dogs. But anyways, we had two DJs that were on the, one was on the cat team, one was on the dog team, and they were able to blast it out. So, you know, just it's bringing the power of everyone together um, to do a lot of good for animals, for our earth, for any good cause. And we can do it in incredible ways. And I think um, what I just love about FunDuel is there's just really no other platform that has this exponential power to, to take something small and make it massive. When you had that download, I'm convinced that, that because I think that we're in a very special time in, in our world and we have got to make cataclysmic changes to what we're doing or we are going to be in a big deal of trouble. And programs like yours can provide uh, the outlet for folks to be able to put that money together and put the $5 together, the $10 together. And, and we can do amazing things. We, we really yeah. can. So I applaud what you're doing. Hmm. I applaud what you're doing. Now, something else caught my eye, uh, and that is that you're co-writing a book, and uh, that that book is going to talk about something that uh, um, we still do a little bit, but not as much as uh, human sacrifice. Is that <laughs> how, did, how did that yeah. come into play? What did what, yeah, what, yeah that that actually originated from my dissertation, but I am co-editing a book, and I'm also um, it's going to be um, published by Springer. We already have a commitment from them. And I'm also um, uh, writing a chapter for a book on violence and what we can learn about it and how we can do things better. Um, and that's going to be um, published by Routledge. And it's a volume that's going to be published next year. So I'm part of that. But the, the I wanted to create a volume um, that really looked at Mesoamerica and our understanding of what happened with um, human sacrifice and warfare and violence in Mesoamerica. And there's just so much more evidence and so many different ways of looking at violence. And from my perspective, from my dissertation, I was looking at violence as, you know, there's the religious motivations. There's, there's an ideology behind it, you know, feeding the gods and, you know, we need to do this. But there was also, you know, warfare. The Aztecs, you know, wanted to dominate um, other people. And they intimidated him, and it was a source of terrorism, really. So there's that aspect of it. There was an economic aspect. They also got a lot of money and tribute from doing this sacrificial program, which was every month, which was they had all kinds of elaborate ways of killing people. Um, the Romans did the same thing in the Colosseum. Right. Um, so, and we get a rise out of it. I, I was very fascinated by our modern. Um, insatiable appetite for games that are very violent and um, enjoying seeing harm done to others, you know, um, so that happens in our movies and in boxing, um, you know, uh, football's a little violent. Um, so it gives us a little charge. It gives us, but we need to understand that and then also figure out how to reorient ourselves. And so that's what this volume is about. And so I'm a scholar, you know, I am a scholar. I could be a professor writing books about this, but instead I 
took a pivot and thought I would take the knowledge that I have and really make a difference. And so this is my swan song for, to the world to really have a major impact. And technology is the way to do it. FunDuel is a technology. And in the tech world, there's always this talk about what's the next big idea? What's the next big money maker? You know, how can we how can we addict people to our technology and make them, you know, make ourselves rich? And um, it's sad. It's sad. But where is the next big big idea in compassion? What's the next big idea in morality? What's the next big idea in making us a, a more forgiving people, a more loving people, a more understanding people, a more collaborative? people. What's that big idea? And unfortunately, I feel that because the tech industry is very male dominated, the male brain goes very much towards automation, fintech, um, crypto, blockchain. It's just what they love. But I think in the, the, the nonprofit world, it's just been left alone as far as innovation. And so um, so that we are the next big idea in compassion, in hope, in charity, in lifting others and doing it in a massive collaborative way where we can become a hub of goodness. And, and I think that that's what FunDuel is. It's a hub of goodness. What you guys are doing, I totally agree with. I totally stand behind it. If there's anything ever that I can do for you, please, please let me know because it's this is vital. Because I was listening to the news, which I'm watching a lot less these days <laughs> for obvious reasons. But uh, um, over the Fourth of July, they they tabulated the statistics in the United States, and there were over four thousand shootings and 180 people died. On in our country the freest country in the world, they say, and and yet 180 of our people were killed by another U.S. citizen on our land. It's just, it's got to stop. We've, we've mm -hmm. got to understand that we, we are, we need to be working together, not shooting each other. And what and, you're doing is great. Well, thank you. And, and I think that, you know, if we actually examine violence and why we are, uh, why we're feeding ourselves on massive doses of violence in our entertainment, in our movies, in gaming, I think the gaming industry has, has some beautiful educational products, really super harmful things that are, are that our young people are just putting into their brains and getting a rise out of, and that has an influence. And, you know, there are studies that have done that, that, that it has an impact on how you view others and, 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 and it's accepted. And there's, you know, the, the gaming industry is very powerful. Um, they have, they make a lot of money off of our young people. And so a lot of these studies get squelched and people don't really understand that you know you talk about these shootings well there's there's we got to think about what we feed our minds and i love you know having beautiful thoughts and and i love your i love what you're doing it's it's positivity I've been doing this. I, I had a program called Positive Talk Radio years ago, and uh, I've come back to it now because I'm kind of semi-retired. And this this is 
bringing people like you into the awareness of the American public and the world basically is, is vital because we need to have more people that are interested in saving the planet, not shooting somebody mm-hmm. and, uh, and not the violence of it all. It's like, it's like, you know, what is it? Fist and Fury or, or one of the, one of those movies that that's like, they've got eight of them now and it's a big franchise and it's all about car chases and car crashes and, and death and, and destruction and rather than taking care of each other. And we've got to learn better. We've got mm-hmm. to learn better. And, and get, taking care of the nonprofits that need to be taken care of, that we can get the money to them and you can, and you can organize it and put it in a way where it's fun, where it's com- competitive, but it's also team building. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're not out there alone because I think I'll get on my soapbox for just a second. I think one of the biggest problems that we have is we're spending too much time looking at our phone. And we're not spending time talking to one another. And that's, and that is a, that's a big problem because we get isolated and then, then our, our tribe becomes smaller and then the others become bigger. And then there's a lot more division. There's a lot more hate and there's a lot more fear of the other. And that's gotta, that we have got to work through that and get the, Mm -hmm. stop it. It's just, it's not going to work any other way. What I love about our platform FunDuel dot com. I just want yes. to go to it. www.fundual.com. <laughs> F-U-N-D-D-U-E-L.com slash start. Get on there. What's fascinating is some of my consultants are from all kinds of backgrounds, um, from different racial backgrounds, from different um, political orientations, and we're all working together. There is no talk about anything other than there's a problem. When I was a researcher on at this commune, they do a lot of service together. And that's what binds this community. So they call it Seva. So every morning you wake up, you meditate, you eat vegetarian food, and then you do Seva all day long with other people from all over. They come to the Llama Foundation in Taos, New Mexico. But it's the working together on solving problems that is very bonding. They found that in peace building, that some, one of the best things is not just sitting on, on a table and dialoguing about something, but you know, there's mothers in Israel from both sides, from the Jewish and the the Israeli, you know, Jewish side and the Palestinian side. These mothers have come together and they solve problems and they work together. Um, that's where the magic happens, where barriers are broken down. It was when we come together and we go, "Wow, look at homelessness." Wow, look at our, our deaf community. Look at, um, let's do something for spe- Special Olympics. Let's celebrate um, Special Olympics. When we do that, when we do that together, it's very bonding and we don't think about differences. You know, I don't think about differences ever. I think about what can we do as a human family to work together to do some good. And I, that's what's been fun is that we are, have attracted people from all walks of life and all political orientations, and it, it just doesn't matter. I honestly believe that if you give people a tool to be able to help each other and to do good for the world, that they will use that tool mm-hmm. to, to make great things happen. And it, you have been provided the tool and you acted on it 
and created the tool. And so now people can not have to recreate the wheel. Mm -hmm. They can join in to the program and, and create a sense of community, a, a sense of love amongst each other. I think, I think it's a, I think it's a human tragedy that we've got, the last number I heard was 16 million children go to bed hungry in the United States. In the United States. That can't be allowed to happen. And we all need to work together to mm -hmm. make sure that that stops. And I, I just love what you're doing because you're, you're going a long way towards building. You're building a sense of community in addition to raising great money for the nonprofits. And, and it makes everybody feel good. That's yeah. Yeah. We're, we, I just have to share this one campaign in Greece. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to have a, a, a challenge of what what does not belong in the ocean? Because the, the beaches in Greece are so. So, so you get to take a selfie of anything that does not belong in the ocean and the creative juices of people when they start thinking about what can I show that does not belong in the ocean? So it's fun. And, and it's creative. And um, our second phase, we're going to actually do a fun dual iPrize, which is um, competitions to create new ideas for things and have big prizes and using our platform. So that's that, 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 that just, and the sad thing is these days you don't have to go very far to find something that doesn't belong in the ocean in the ocean. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. So, I mean, I've walked the beaches in Santa Monica many times and I'm like, wow, how did this get in the ocean? <laughs> so yeah, it's, it, we live in an, an incredible time and, and you, you can't change it overnight, but you can change it one person at a time, one mm -hmm. program at a time, and you're doing it. By the way, we've been talking with Linda Hansen. She is a, the CEO and co-founder of Fund Duel Inc. Go to Fund Duel, and that's with two Ds, fundduel.com and learn more about it and uh, and get involved. It's a great place for you to get involved. If you're an employer and are listening to this podcast down the road, look it up and get your company involved. Do something like challenge a like company that is in your community to do a fundraiser for and you pick the fundraiser, just have Linda vet them for you and uh, and uh, then you, you and this other company have this competition. It's good for you. It's good for the, for the community, and it's good team building for your group. Um, it, it would be, it would be an awesome thing to do. And you get known as somebody that's willing to help. And that, by the way, not only on return of investment of the initial dollars, but it goes a long way when people think about, as an example, if you're going to, if you need plumbing, if you need, a, if you need your roof built, uh, people are going to say, well, you know, they are a philanthropic company that, that gives back. I'm going to give them my money rather than somebody that doesn't. So it's got, it can go deeply for a long way. Have I sold that well enough? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. We can transform and, and change the giving space in such magnificent ways. We actually were going to do a, a Disney um, for their Star Wars movie and have each character of the movie and have people come to the theaters and dress up as that character, whether it was Chewbacca or whatever. And it was going to um, help Wounded Warrior. We were just a little bit late. We didn't get approval from Lucasfilm, so we didn't deploy that campaign. But that's kind of the power behind um, the big corporate world 
doing something super fun, um, great advertising, massive eyeballs, everyone can have fun and then we're doing good and then that makes us feel great. Um, the feeling of doing good is more powerful than the addiction to violence. So we can reorient and shift the way we do corporate events, music festivals, uh, sporting contests of all kinds because we can do some massive good at the same time. And that's the vision and goal. It's going to be brilliant, exciting, amazing. I wish my daughter could be on here because she has three little little ones. So, um, but she's she's really a techie too, and she knows how to code a little bit. So she has that mind and um, energy, you know. So it's been great to work with her as well. Who is the creative genius behind putting some of these concepts together to create these games that people can like, like the smashing cake thing or the, you know, the, the, the ocean thing, who, who creates that stuff? Is that you? You know, we have ideas, but you know, that's, that's what we want to do with FunDuel is, is to have user created content. That's why YouTube, TikTok is so popular because people can create their own things. And we wanted that to be, available for people to create. And St. Jude's team in Miami came up with that. And I think it's brilliant. And so then we had NAMI, the National Alliance of Mental Illness um, in Washington Pierce County um, came up with this great campaign to, to, they took an egg and put a mental illness, stigma, a stigma of mental illness on it. Like you take um, depression or anxiety or bipolar and you take an egg or a balloon and you smash it. And it was so fun. It was so great. Um, so it, it, and that was their idea. So we just have this great platform come up with some, oh, a school, the different grade levels, they, the kids came up with their, their challenge. And it was to video how hard it is, how hard work it is to be lazy. <laughs> it was hilarious. I had to go on there almost every day to watch these videos created by these kids to show how hard work it is to be lazy. And they had the funniest things that they came up with. So <laughs> So we have ideas. We have a team that helps. We brand pages. Um, we do everything. We're free up front. We have. Uh, we usually take a back end success fee, and we're really flexible with that because we want everything to work well. So, um, yeah. So it's just a lot of up to the organizations, and it's been fun. Um, Nick Lowry did a fun end zone dance. Do a funny end zone dance. <laughs> Raising money for homeless in Phoenix um, called Champions for the Homeless. That is that is that is just awesome because you're also not only you're building community, you're getting folks involved and it's their idea. So they take ownership of it. And Absolutely. when you think we, you got to take ownership of what you're doing and then, mm -hmm. and then you believe in it and then it'll go. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Yeah. Sometimes the, the challenges, they just do a, a hashtag with their cause put a little sign up, hashtag, uh, selfie, really easy things that are simple, but it's powerful. And, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, like you said, we're all on our phones. This is our world now, you know, and what, what moral compass is on that phone dictating what we do as human beings to be a better person. And there's not a whole lot. I mean, there are people like you and, many other voices that are doing some powerful, wonderful things with social media and with the phone. 
Um, we are mobile optimized and you just get on your phone and upload a photo and video. And instead of a TikTok artist, it's all about, hey, look at me, how cool I am and how many followers I can have and, and how much money you can give me. Um, it's like, let's use this phone in a different way and have some fun and do some good and highlight those that are suffering. There's way too many people that are suffering, like you had said. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a travesty and I, I applaud your work. I, I, I love having you here, Tracy Lamori. Thank, thank you so much. Thank for you bringing so much. Dr. Linda to us. Uh, Dr. Linda Hansen has been our guest and, uh, Fundual Inc. is the company. Fundual.com is the website. Go there. It'll also be on uh, YouTube when I put this up and, and so forth. So you can go and look at that. Go through it. If you have a mind to do something fun with your friends, you know, by the way, if you've got a suggestion box at work, a lot of times putting something like that in the employee suggestion box and it gets taken up, they'll actually even pay you money for that in some cases. So, so, yeah. you know, be creative with it, have fun with it. It's a, it's a fun way to give back and to help and to help your, your community and to help your neighborhood. And uh, Dr. Linda, one of the things that I do is, um, before we go, I want to give you an opportunity to say anything it is that you'd like to the audience that's listening now or listening in the future. Wow. Um, let's work together. Um, it's a beautiful opportunity to work together to um, think about how we can help each other. Um, yeah, God bless all of you. Um, let's, let's pray for each other. Let's work together. Let's serve together. Let's Let's be in harmony. Let's be more forgiving. There's just not a lot of forgiveness going on. A lot more gratitude for the blessings that we have. And, um, and, and, and seek for a better world. That's my last comment. God bless you all. Stay right there. I've got to do this. I'll be right back. Hey, and thanks for listening to this episode all the way to the end. Hey, pretty cool. Hey, don't forget to follow us so you can receive regular updates and new posts. And remember, take care of each other because each other's all we've got. See you next time on My Independence Report.